everyone. Welcome to Soulmates Podcast. I'm Emily. This is Leisha. And today we are just going to blurt out our feelings and have a rambling conversation about an anime that we both like and are currently watching called My Hero Academia. Woo! Woo! Also known as Boku no Hero. Um, Boku no Hero Academia. Okay, Boku no Hero Academia. <laughs> Boku no Hero for short. And before we get started, I'm going to give you guys a little information. If you guys have no idea what the fuck we're talking about, mm. here's basically what this show is about. So this show, My Hero Academia, is based off of manga. Mm -hmm. um, you can read the manga. There is English translations yep. by Viz Media, so you can find that out there. The plot is, on an Earth-like world, where people with superpowers known as quirks are the norm, Izuku Midoriya is a regular middle school student who has dreams of one day becoming a hero, despite being bullied by his classmates for not having a quirk. So he's a squib, basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> After being the only one to try to save his childhood bully, Katsuki, from a villain, the world's greatest hero, All Might, bestows upon him his own quirk, and the story follows Midoriya's entrance into UA High School, a school that cultivates the next generation of heroes. Mm -hmm. So I've been describing this to friends as Soul Eater meets One Punch Man. Mm -hmm. um, well, I can't really exactly say much about the Soul Eater part because I never saw that. But the One Punch Man definitely fits. Well, it has like a bunch of teens going to school, but also they have powers and uh, they yeah, fight. Yeah, so Soul Eater meets One Punch Man is pretty ass. Meets Sky High. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I can definitely see <laughs> Sky that. Sky High, the best anime ever made. <laughs> Yeah, so like with One Punch Man, it's the not the commer the, the what do you call it? What you call it? The commercialization of heroing or yeah, where where being a hero is in uh, a job. Yeah, they're not. It's like officially sanctioned. They're not yeah. vigilantes. Yep, yeah, yeah. They're official heroes. Like they're technically government workers. Yeah, they're they're civil servants. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. It's like that. There's another show like that. Um, uh, it's with a girl who's like in blue. She's blue lips. That, oh, um, Tiger and Bunny. Yes. This also reminds me of that yeah. in that sense. Yep, yep, it does. Right. But with high schoolers. Yeah, but with high schoolers. I feel like the high school is a good setting because it's a really good opportunity to get a bunch of characters in one place all at the same time mm -hmm. because they're in class. Yeah. Which is why, guys... There's so many damn high school shows, <laughs> or boarding school shows, mm -hmm. or camp things, stuff like that. It's also a really good setup to uh, in terms of explaining the world to mm -hmm. um, the audience, because you get to learn with the hero as they learn about heroing. Yeah, so as these young heroes learn about what it means to be a hero, it's also exposition yeah. for us to know more about the world building. So this show is produced in Japan by the studio Bones, and it is directed by Kenji Nagasaki. It is written by Yusuke Kuroda, and they have music by Yuki Hayashi, according to Wikipedia. <laughs> I hope Wikipedia is right. It started April 3rd, 2016. Right now, the second season is airing. Mm-hmm. So there are two seasons. Obviously, there's going to be more because the manga has a bunch of chapters. Yep, yep. I mean, this is a shonen jump. So, <laughs> like many Shonen Jumps, it's probably going to go on forever. Yeah. This is a good show, though, so, like, I kind of wouldn't be mad if it went on forever. 
Uh, well, I feel like it's kind of like what Bleach did. Like, Bleach was good for a while before it just kind of dragged on and on and on and on and on. I only watched the first season of Bleach, <laughs> so I, I stopped before they mm. could get me. Mm. Um, the first season was dubbed in simulcast by Funimation, mm-hmm. and I actually watched the first season completely dubbed because okay. I was late to the party. <laughs> I only started watching this show about a month ago, and I got completely hooked, and then we got up to, uh, like, the final episode that was out. Mm-hmm. It was the first episode of season two that was out, and I'm like, that that's it? And, <laughs> and Kyle was like, yeah, now we gotta wait, like, everyone else every week to watch this dumb show, and I was like... Damn, that sucks. <laughs> I'm a bit luckier. Um, I didn't start watching until a little less than two weeks ago. And so within four or five days, I caught up to the most recent episode in season two, which is like uh, episode 19, 18, 19-ish. So I don't have much more to wait. And you didn't watch any dub? No, no dubs. I actually liked the dub. I feel like a lot of the times dubs aren't super great. Mm-hmm. Um I sometimes I prefer like the Dragon Ball Z dub. I feel like <laughs> in the Japanese version, a lot of the characters kind of almost sound the same, or mm-hmm. they're not. I don't know, gruff okay. enough. You know, you know what I'm talking about. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and, and like the people over at Funimation who do DBZ talent are so good. Uh, Chris Sabat, Sean mm-hmm. Schimmel, like they know what the fuck they're doing. That's good. And. Uh, Chris Sabat actually voices All Might in the dub. And that is so perfect. Uh, he is my favorite voice actor of all time. Mm-hmm. I love him. He is so good. And, like, I know I have a bias because I really like Baras. <laughs> but he, he just does them so well. And All Might, when All Might is, like, bulky, he does, mm-hmm. like, the really good deep voice for uh-huh. All Might. And then when All Might is skinny All Might, he, he like, lets it out a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's still the same, but it's, like, Less, it's it's like less timber, but it's still good. Okay. It's still the same voice, but somehow it's like less deep, if that makes any <laughs> sense. I'm sure there's a technique to do this. this. Yeah. I'm pretty sure for like Bulky All Might, he's like doing a lot of diaphragm yeah, work. Yeah. And then for Skinny All Might, he just kind of whew, lets chest loose noise. chest, yeah. not, not like stomach. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've actually, I've heard a lot of good things about the dub, and I do actually have plans to watch it in the dub, only because I can't wait that long for the episode and you watch something. Right. Oh my god, it's so good. But second season's all been completely in Japanese, and that's okay too. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I do miss Chris Sabat, actually. <laughs> I really do. This show did one thing that I thought was amazing, mm-hmm. that many shows have tried and failed to do. It had a tournament arc that wasn't boring. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or, or drawn out. Oh, man. Like, there, it was so well done because, like, most every fight gets finished within the episode. Mm-hmm. Right. So, again, like, like you said, not drawn out. But it, it also gave it. The fights are pr- actually, if you really think about it, they're pretty short. So they, um, they gave a lot of characters development while they're fighting. Like, we find out more about. Uh, I feel, is it a spoiler to say that we find out more about Ochako, like, her personality, mm-hmm. and how she does things, like, as she's fighting, um, Bakugo. I wonder if that is, that's a spoiler. Spoiler light. We light. won't say who wins. Yeah, yeah. These fights, um, yeah, they're action, but they also gave you a little bit of backstory for each character. Mm-hmm. It put the spotlight on some characters that 
maybe you've overlooked, like mm-hmm. uh, the bird guy. The guy with the oh bird head. Oh my god, yes. Uh, oh, Tokoyami. He was, yes, he was cool as fuck. Before, I, I was like, really? Okay, okay, like Edgar Allan Poe, you know what I mean? Yeah, This yeah. guy's obviously a goth with a bird head. And I kind of had written him off. And then when they actually started showing what he could do, I was like, holy fuck, that's really cool. Right? I feel like everyone could have their own trading card. Mm-hmm. And in fact, a lot of the um, the bumpers, I call them. I'm not sure what the real term is. But it's the thing that happens right before commercial break. They'll, they'll show you a character and, right. and then they'll say the quirk. Yeah. And I feel like those are like trading cards. Yeah. And I feel like X-Men is a lot like that as well. Mm-hmm. And also that it's people with powers in a school. Yep. We should read them, some of the cool people, with some weird powers, because there are a lot of them. <laughs> There's a lot. There is. S- some have really cool powers, and then some, I'm like, huh. Like, um, Izuka's mom, um, she, the only thing she can really do is just attract little tiny objects to her. It's like the weaker version of Asio from, uh, Harry Potter. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, some quirks are kind of lame. Yeah. Some quirks are really cool. And a lot of the time, the villains keep their quirks a secret. Mm-hmm. Makes so sense. It, it makes sense. In fact, uh, one of the big plot points of the beginning of the second season is no one knows what this killer's quirk is. Yep. And he's out targeting heroes. Yeah. And then they finally figure it out and help take him down. Yep. So there's that. But let's let's go into some of these wacky powers. So the main character, Midoriya, his quirk is called All for One, and it was passed down to him through All Might, so it's All Might's quirk as well. And the way it works is that they haven't truly explained it. Yeah. It seems, honestly, it's like One Punch Man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it, it concentrates a bunch of energy into your limbs, mm-hmm. and then you, like, supersonic punch. <laughs> Yeah, um, I mean, I think it's all over the body, mm-hmm. so you just become super buff and super strong, which is like, which is why I'm pretty sure Deku would become really borrow one day. I can only hope. <laughs> um, but otherwise, the way it's working out in the anime is just like, yeah, as you said, concentrating one limb and using that. Bakugo's quirk is like explosions. Oh, so it's actually really cool because, um, from what I remember, Bakugo's father. Because the thing about quirks is that you kind of inherit them from your parents. And um, Bakugo's mo- mother, she literally her quirk is that she just excretes this glycerin thing over her skin, so it makes her look really young, pretty all the time. Literally, her quirk is being hot. <laughs> <laughs> His dad's quirk is fire, like explosion, and so Bakugo kind of combined it together with the fire and the the excretion from the skin to create constant explosions. And he's like a total a-hole. He is. He's a little a-hole. Um, in the first season, he's really antagonistic, but second season, um, they seem to be making him less of an a-hole. Yep. I'm pretty sure he has a giant gay crush on Midoriya. <laughs> That's the only explanation I can see for how fucking mean he is towards this one kid. Yeah. It's like, you don't fucking get it. I don't like this kid. And I'm like, it honestly sounds like you're like, I'm not attracted to him. How am I ever be attracted to him? <laughs> I'm okay with that. I totally ship those two. I'm okay with it. Oh my god. But like, like, I, I just, I find it really interesting that even with all their antagonism, like, uh, Deku calls, calls, uh, Katsuki Katchan, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, they they just seem to, no matter what, can't exactly gravitate away from each other. Mm-hmm. So, it's pretty cool. Another one of the 
main-ish characters, I would say mm-hmm. one of the more powerful characters in their class, is Shoto Todoroki. He's hot and cold. He Literally yeah. Game of Thrones. Yeah, he's literally a song of ice and fire. Half ice, half fire. And he was born because his father was like, I need to make the most powerful child in the world. So he actually has a bunch of siblings, I think like 10 siblings or something like wow. that, with um different women where he's trying to create the ultimate superhero, <laughs> basically. So he inherited his father's fire powers and his mm-hmm. mother's ice powers. Yep. And he's so emo. <laughs> he's so emo. He's like, he's like the anime's uh, answer to Zuko. Pretty much. Another main-ish character is Tenya Ida. This is Kyle's favorite character. Oh. He is 100% glasses type. <laughs> Just his whole his whole everything could be explained by, well, he, he wears glasses. Mm, um, and class president. And he's the class president. His quirk grossed me out at first. I, I don't know it why. Did. It did. It's kind he, of gross to look at. It's gross to look at, but he's a good boy. Yeah. Um, He has, like engine motors and his mm-hmm. calves so yeah. his calves are like giant cankles yeah and basically. then the engines just like bulge out of it and the first time i saw that I was just like oh that is gross yeah it's very uncanny valley yeah. but uh, imagine like a motorcycle kind of thing mm-hmm. but just in your calves so he can he can go really fast yep. he can run um jump really high um and a lot of season two is in the beginning is focused on him because he goes after the hero killer. The main girl, I wish they had more focus on girls. They they do a lot better than a lot of other shows. Right. There is a pretty even amount, but I feel like there's only one female main character. So far. So far. Let's hope that they investigate other characters. Yeah. Um her name is her name is Uchako Uraraka. Hey. <laughs> that is not hard to say at all. Ah, uh, my fave, my bae. Well, one my bae. <laughs> I feel like everyone has like five bays in this show. I love everyone in this show except for Mineta. I love everyone else. <laughs> That's everyone. Okay, everyone hates Mineta. We'll get to him. Her quirk is zero gravity, so she can make any object that she touches with her fingertips float, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I feel like the show hasn't truly explored the extent of her power yet. Not yet. Because I feel like that has unlimited potential. Mm-hmm. Honestly. In terms of saving people as type of heroing, um, her powers are actually really great for like debris, lifting people, and all that stuff. Suyu Asui, also known uh, as Furapi, which is everyone's other bay. Yep, yep. <laughs> She's basically like a frog girl. Yep. Her quirk gives her a frog-like appearance. Not like a literal frog, but you know, like an anthropomorphized like she looks like a girl, but also a frog. Um, cute she one. has she's cute. She has Superior swimming skills and a really long tongue that is sticky and she can climb walls and she can leap. And apparently she also has numbing venom. So yep. that, she's a lot of stuff. She's like a poisonous rainforest frog, pretty <laughs> yeah, much. Yeah. Um, and people really like her. She seems really cute. I hope they focus more on her because we don't know too much about Have her. Have you seen episode 19 yet? Yes. She, she pretty much has her own episode, but I want like yeah, more. Yeah, yeah. I want more. Just the taste. And then there is oh my god, this guy, Yuga Ayoma. <laughs> Sorry, 
This guy was so good in the dub. Joel McDonald voiced him in English. It was so funny. Oh, man. He's a French character, <laughs> and he has basically, like, a Steven Universe gem in his stomach yes. that, yes. like, is a laser beam. <laughs> and in, in the beginning of the show, they're, like, testing their powers, and he's like, I can shoot a beam out of my tummy. <laughs> and he's like, but I can't do it for too long, or it will hurt my tummy. <laughs> And I fucking lost it. It was so funny. I need to watch the dub. I really do. Oh, my God. You should watch the first season, at least. Um, There's Mezo Shoji, and that is one of the tallest students in Class A. He has four extra arms, and they're all, like, webbed, and they're kind of like wings. He's really big. He's big. He big. <laughs> um, There is Ejoro Kirishima, and another Class ma- A person. Ma- ma- other bay. And... His quirk is quick hardening, which allows him to harden any part of his body, and it kind of becomes invulnerable. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's another character who almost has the same quirk, and they're always fighting. Uh, one of the uh, one of the characters that I really like is yeah. Momoyayo Rozu. Oh god, that 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 last name. Honestly, when I saw her first, I was just like, I don't know. It seems like oh, so her ability is um create creation, aka she can create any inorganic objects of her choosing as long as she knows uh, their molecular structure, which is amazing. She's that means that she's super fucking smart. Uh, Up until like I guess that the end of season one, I didn't really see the point of her work when it comes to rescuing people, except for maybe like as a sideline like support type of hero rather than. Offense like frontline hero because mm-hmm. it's like create a lot of stuff, create safety blankets, create this and some other sheltering stuff. Mm-hmm. But then I realized she could probably create guns. I've only seen one person shoot a gun in this whole thing, and I'm like, if I was there, I'd be like, my quirk is guns. <laughs> I have a gun. Like, I'm uh, really shocked that really there's not more of that. Let's move on to Mina Ashido. This is. Alien Queen. I don't know why they Pinky. Not- <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, I keep forgetting that her actual hero name is Pinky because Alien Queen is just so much better, right? And people, the the kids in the class are like, "You mean like from the movie Aliens, <laughs> like that Xenomorph?" And she's like, "I guess I'll go by Pinky." But she's like completely pink, and uh, she has like lilac skin and hair, and and she's very colorful, and she can produce uh, acidic fluid from her body. And it can vary in corrosive strength and stickiness. So she looks kind of like an alien bee to me. Ooh, yes. Yeah, that's what she looks like. I feel like her and Frappy need to have their own adventures. They do. Oh, and then there's Toru Hagakuru. And it's like, she is invisible and all you see is her clothes. You know, I never actually caught her name. In my head, she's just invisible girl. The one with the floating clothes walking around. I feel like, oh man, that would, if they had like an episode focused on her, that would be so cool. Yeah. I feel like they could do so much with that. That and is an amazing quirk. That is an amazing like, quirk. Stealth, all that. Oh my god. And what also I'm surprised that they haven't tried to do is, no one's tried to put makeup on her. You know, mm-hmm. you can see what she really looks like if you just take some foundation and put it on someone's face. You know, yeah, obviously yeah. you can't get it perfect, but... You can see what their face shape looks like, you right, know? Right. I'm surprised they haven't tried to do that yet. I don't know, maybe. Maybe. Upcoming episodes. <laughs> oh, man. Grape juice. Oh, God. Minetta. <laughs> he has, like, sticky balls on his head, and 
You think that sounds dumb, but it's good for slowing people down and yeah. overwhelming them. Yeah, it's it's good uh, when you got uh, when you are capturing people and you keep them in one place. Kyoka Jiro is uh, the girl with really long earlobes. She's called Headphone Jack, and it allows her to plug her earlobes into Headphone Jacks to listen to sounds or to transmit the sound of her own heartbeat, and that is capable of reaching explosive levels. She's amazing. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. She's amazing. And, oh my god, there's so many on this there's list. There's so many. There's so many. Let's choose the best one out of the ones that are left. Tokoyami. Tokoyami. Bird Boy. Bird Boy! Yes! Uh, Tokoyami. His quirk is Dark Shadow. And Dark Shadow is like a sentient shadow demon kind of thing. <laughs> and his quirk is like he controls that shadow. Yeah. And with a dark environment, his shadow becomes more powerful, but harder to control, and vice versa. If he's in an environment with a lot of light, it becomes easier to control, but far weaker. Dark shadow can be so cute sometimes. So cute. Yeah. And then there's a there, there's some other people, but eh, we're gonna... I, um, I really actually, I'm starting to really like Saro, um, Hunter Saro. He's the guy with the tape for arms. Oh, yeah, tape dude. Cellophane. Cellophane, there we go. Because um, it's actually really interesting, because, again, like, some of these characters, their character designs are so generic, I feel like. So, some of them, Sarah, by the yeah. way, Sarah. Um, is that he's so forgettable, and then once he, during the tournament arc, he actually came up with use, you, like, you see him, spoiler, uh, throw Bakugo and then catch Bakugo with his tape, and so it's like, oh, hey, that's actually really cool, because something kind of mundane, but cool usage. So there are so many characters. I mean, we just talked about people in one class. Yeah. And during the tournament arcs, there's even more people. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> not including, that's not even including the villains. Or, or the teachers. Or the professional heroes. Oh, yeah. So there's like villains, teachers, heroes, other classmates, so many other people. Yeah. Um, you should really check it out for yourself. Mm-hmm. Let's wrap this up with, if you could have a quirk. What would it be, and what would your hero name be? Ooh, ooh, put me on the spot. <laughs> uh, well, in terms of quirk, this is a, this is a, like basically superpower, right? I, yeah. And that I've always wanted time manipulation. Okay. Yeah, it's like beyond anything else, time manipulation. Only because I have, I feel like I do so many regrettable stuff, even the tiny minute details that I want to rewind time or redo them again. So I don't feel awkward like ten years down the road, and I think back to those moments like, fuck, I just did something really awkward. Yeah, I do that. But in terms of um, hero name, it was time manipulation. I'm gonna go really stupid and really uh, lame. The clock, or something along with clock. I think. Mm. 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh god. <laughs> or may- maybe something like the clock um, master. Oh uh, no. I'm I'm sure. There's a bunch of things with father time, but with a lady. Mm. Uh, I'm okay like with lady that. time. Lady time! There we go. There we go. That's nice. Classic, but mm-hmm. also you know what the fuck you're about. Yep. Okay, I think if I were to have a quirk... See, I've thought about this a lot, mm-hmm. and I I really like Mystique's power from the mm. X-Men. That would be super fucking sweet. Yep. You could be whoever you want. You could look like however you want. You could have clothes, whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be cool, but Mystique is kind of tragic. Yeah. And yeah. you would have to be blue all the time. 
I wouldn't want to forget what I actually looked like. Mm -hmm. And you have to put in a lot of effort to look like someone else for a long time. So that's the con to that. And I was like, you could always just do flying. Flying would be super cute. Mm -hmm. And like, I feel like flying is really too basic though. (laughs) And that flying isn't good enough because I'm not, I don't know martial arts or anything (laughs) like that. So, so just being able to fly might get me shot Mm, (laughs) easily. Yeah. So I think that I have to go with something like to be able to just have the power of healing, Mm. like focusing energy and completely healing someone, which I could use on myself to make sure I never had wrinkles and then I could live for like a super long time Mm -hmm. and I don't know, having my body heal itself. But I would like to use this healing not only on like organic things, but like on inorganic Ooh, yes. things, like if I dropped a plate and it broke, I could heal the plate and it would go back together. That would be cool. Yeah. Yeah. So like that would be my power. And like, I guess my hero name, Recovery Girl was super cute. Yeah. But that, that can't be mine because it was, it's another character and whose power is healing. And oh yeah, she, she heals you by kissing your boo-boos. That's cute. It's really cute. She's a grandma. She's like the little grandma. I mean, I guess I could go for something like Overwatch inspired, like Mercy. Oh, mm. that'd be pretty cool. Or like, I don't know, Red Cross. <laughs> <laughs> that would be good. That would be good. Yeah, that'd be fun. But yeah, I'd like the power to heal inorganic and organic things. That'd be super cool. That would. Thank you so much for listening to us just yeah. talk about My Hero Academia. If you have a favorite character, please leave a comment on this post below. We would really like to hear what your favorite character is and what quirk would you want? Would you want something like All for One that could be passed down? Or would you want something like Fire and Ice where you can just totally fuck shit up all the time <laughs> and have like My Chemical Romance constantly playing in your head? Let us know. You can find us facebook.com slash soulmatespodcast. You can find us on Tumblr, soulmatespodcast.tumblr.com. You can send us an email, soulmatespodcast at gmail.com. And you can find us on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, and wherever else podcasts are found. Please leave us a review on iTunes. We really appreciate it. And, oh, I have two panels at DragonCon that are coming up. If you're going to be in Atlanta at DragonCon, please come to the Cape Dramas You Should Know panel and the Guess That K-Pop Tune panel. I will have free buttons for everyone. Um, I have 150 of them, so the first 150 people get them. And they're really cute, and I like them. And I also have a bunch of prizes for a raffle. I know that's a lot of info. (laughs) So if you're going to be at DragonCon, check that out. The schedule just went up. So we will see you guys in two weeks. Goodbye. Bye.